Welcome everybody to the Minimap Cast. Uh, this is oh, I've lost count of what episode this is. Maybe nine or ten. It doesn't matter. That's all right. Um, this is our bi-weekly podcast for minimap.com.au, our editorial and podcast website. Uh, my name is Kerry Palmer, joined as always by Jeremy Bratitich. Hello. And June Williams. Hello. It's been a busy couple of weeks in the industry. There have been... Kingdom Hearts came out. <laughs> we know. <laughs> there have been game releases, betas. Uh, there's been some sort of... Um, how do I want to put this? There's been some sort of like rustlings in the in the in terms of the online storefronts and the... and who's giving money to who to release games on which platforms and which games are restarting development. It's been a jam-packed week or two, so um, it's going gonna, it's gonna, it's gonna, it's gonna, it's gonna to be a good episode, I think. Um, so I think we should just crack on into it. Um, we're going to start with what we've been playing? All right. If we're going to do that, then I think we should start with Jeremy because we are sitting in Jeremy's house looking at the screen... Well, we were looking at It's faded out. But it was a screenshot of uh, Kingdom Hearts 3 on Jeremy's brand new Kingdom Hearts 3 limited edition PS4 Pro uh, being played with the Kingdom Hearts 3 limited edition controller uh, on this nice 4K TV in 4K. Is it in 4K? Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. It's cool um, to think that a PS2 series is now coming... Like, is now mm. being produced in 4K. Imagine what... Kingdom Hearts 4 is going to be like yeah, 8K. 8K? 8K. 8K is actually four times the pixels of 4K. I can see all of Goofy's paws. <laughs> all of his paws. He's only he got have paws? They didn't have room <laughs> for his paws. <laughs> he's, only, he's, he's only got two paws. He uses them to hold his shield. They didn't have um, room for paws. <laughs> uh, yeah, so the Resident Evil 2 remake is like... <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> so, all right. Uh, so what I'll do is I'll talk about Kingdom Hearts just after very briefly I talk about Resident Evil 2. Why? Because I want to talk about Resident Evil 2 too. Okay, alright. Well, all right, that, 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 that's, that's a better that's a better direction to go then. <laughs> um, no, I wanted to do the bait and switch. Anyway. What? So confusing. <laughs> uh, yes. Yeah, and I so. just gave each other a look that like we missed something. Like. <laughs> um, yes. So Kingdom Hearts 3 came out yesterday. Uh, of the time of this recording, and when did Kingdom Hearts two come out? Like two thousand six? Thirteen years ago. We had a um, like at work, we have like you know the book that you you mark like your KPIs and stuff during the day. Yeah. Sure. Um, my sister manager wrote like um, count how many times people say, "Wow, we've been waiting for this for so long." Oh my god! <laughs> wow. And everyone yeah, had yeah. like like five or six marks. Twenty next to fucking the name. times or something. <laughs> yeah. It was ridiculous. Um, yeah. So. Uh, I'll begin by saying I'm only going to talk about light Kingdom Hearts 3 spoilers because I'm not very far into the game. I'm only up to the Toy Story world. He's only 10 hours in. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's probably less because I had it on pause for a little bit. Um, uh, yeah, like I'm I'm not very far into the actual story of Kingdom Hearts 3. Um, if you're listening to this and you are playing the game, I was a Toy Story, so there's not a whole lot happened quite yet. Give us your impressions as a lifetime fan of the series. This is the end. <laughs> This is, My only friend. Yeah, no, literally. So, the, the, while I was playing it, the first thing I immediately realized is how many times they reference and talk about, and even just directly show cutscenes from the previous games, like 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 the like oh, the right. PS3 PS3 versions of the previous games, right? Um, old models and literally just the old cutscenes, and they've done that before in games, but like the 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 so the way Kingdom Hearts games open is it's always sort of like somewhat of a dream sequence. 
and they ask you a few questions like you know what do you value most or you know are you like they ask you scenario specific questions like you know if someone takes your wallet would you chase after them or whatever um sort of reminds me of the um until dawn like therapy sequence sort of yeah, yeah. It reminds um, me of um the starting of Pokemon Mystery Dungeon you have to choose yes your yeah like it, it, so do you have to choose your Disney character uh not quite happening well so what the it does Kingdom Hearts like, assigned kin it doesn't like it doesn't change anything apart from like ability like <laughs> <laughs> you're right <laughs> sorry that's the best joke I've ever made <laughs> <laughs> um Kingdom Hearts kin- kin- oh, ah. God. <laughs> See that Sorry. went right. It was too, it was too uh, highbrow for me, Juno. No, I literally it. just like thought of that that, that after was, the joke. <laughs> that was the worst. Um, uh, all it really does is like it decide in game, like at what stage you get different abilities. Um, but oh, that's cool. Yeah, like, like a personalized skill tree sort of deal. Yeah, like like you you, you don't get to see what it is, but it's like it. Uh, for example, like leaf bracer, which is like a very important skill, which is basically while you're healing, do you get interrupted or not? Um. That skill sometimes you can get that in like the level nineties, um, which mm. but is like if you beat the game and just beat the game, you might beat the game at level sixty. Yeah, right. Um, so it's like really important. Um, so this is the first time in a long time I've gone through that without knowing when I'm gonna get what ability. That's really cool. And I was playing it, and I was looking at my girlfriend. And I was like, I don't know what the best answer is. I guess <laughs> I'm just gonna choose my own. <laughs> I guess uh, I'll just answer this honestly. Yeah. The way they want me to. Yeah. <laughs> Um, you couldn't game it. Yeah, no, I really couldn't. Um, and so, like, Kingdom Hearts 3 is sort of the Infinity War of Kingdom Hearts games. It's the beginning of the end, and it's, like, the different games which haven't interacted completely are now entirely interacting. Um, oh, right. So it's it's the Avengers meeting the Guardians of the Galaxy meeting Doctor Strange, basically. Um, the th- like, you know, multiple game stories all finishing up in this one thing, mm. um, which... You know, I love Infinity War and I love Kingdom Hearts, so this is extremely exciting for me. Um, yeah, like I've I played this at PAX uh, last year, um, so I I knew what to expect in terms of how it felt. That was only a few months ago. Hey, yeah, feels like ages. <laughs> yeah, and also like the 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 previous game, uh, the one they released on the PS4 as well, is using the same engine. Um, so like it's all like. I, I sort of knew how it was how it was gonna feel going into it, but like it does also feel better than the previous one. Okay. Um, was that one point five, two point five? No, that was two point eight. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> that was a part of the one point five plus two point five. No, it previous. wasn't. Wasn't no, it? Nope. <laughs> it wasn't in the collection. No, because it came out after the. It was. It was the final one in between. So the one point five and two point five. Uh, so it's got everything but two point eight. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> that was the best. Noise. Yeah, <laughs> we can All go right. into this if you'd like. No, 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 no. <laughs> um, yeah, it's uh, it looks really, 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 really good. It feels great. Um, I'm Wh- not, why do you think I'm it's only getting eights? Only eights. Yeah, <laughs> that's like only. It's only a very eights. good game. Yeah, only eights. Uh, Compared to like Spidey, they got yeah, like Game Nines, Horizon, like, God of War, like Horizon, Horizon got Hearts. eights. Not, it also got tens. Uh, the Metacritic is ninety. Mm. Mm. It's the highest rated Kingdom Hearts game. That yeah. says something. Okay, I, 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 I'm with June in that. I have been hearing some some mediocre reception. Yeah, you know, like uh, some I mean, like, like I, I went back and read the reviews. They, it wasn't mediocre. It was just like, yeah, it is like. 
Kingdom Hearts is an old franchise. Like, the fact that this exists in 2019 is bonkers already. Mm. And, you know, it's... The writing is not good. <laughs> like, some of the, the story direction is interesting. But, like, the writing itself is super, like... This game could have come out five years ago and it would have been written the same way. <laughs> but that makes me feel like I was seven or eight years ago when I was playing these games. Like, like part of it is, like, really calling towards my like younger self that played these games mm. it's not like it's not an intelligently written game it's like it's a saturday morning cartoon basically <laughs> um that's cool i like yeah. that description it's like it's a it's a game this this game is not for anyone apart from people who have played kingdom hearts and i also don't think it was marketed as for anyone who also I, hasn't I played agree. kingdom hearts I agree. um this wasn't like the you know live how the game ends for people who haven't played it you know they brought yeah. the remakes um, out again, which I thought was a really good thing for people who wanted to catch up on the entire story. Well, yeah, I mean, I wasn't interested, but now that three is here, I am like, I suppose one and two are around, and most of whatever I would need to catch up yeah. that happened in between. So I, I could theoretically get into this. But. I mean, like three is also three has an entire section of like how to catch up on the story. Like, ah. there's <laughs> you need a manual. Well, like, <laughs> like it, not even manual. They they made like five little movies for it. Okay. Of where characters are, what things mean. Um, and they did it in the previous games in the remakes as well. Like it just didn't have to be so. Well, like only in the remakes. Like the, the oh, so right. like um and apart from the the game just before this one as well, they did that as well. Um, but yeah, it is they've added an entire like basically gl- glossary section to figure out what's going on. Yeah, because someone who's played all the games, I am still ninety percent sure what's going on at any given moment. <laughs> Um, it's eighty-eight on Metacritic at the moment. Eighty-eight. Okay, right. It, it's still the highest. Rating. Still, it's yeah. still that is that is pretty good. Um, we like. It's it's not going to be anyone. It's not going to be anyone's game of the year unless they're like a massive fan. Yeah. And even then, it'll probably just be game of the year because the game is a good Kingdom Hearts game on the PS4. Totally. And like, it all, is Kingdom Hearts three. We've all played more Destiny, and like that game, like one and two, didn't come out above an eighty. I think. So, That's true. Yeah. yeah. Um. Cool. Yeah, like it's I'm I'm excited to cry and just <laughs> it's like it's it's weird going into it knowing it's the end. It's it's interesting you saying that because the way you're talking about it reminds me a lot of when we were all waiting in the IMAX foyer for Infinity War. April last year waiting yeah. to go into Infinity War and Can't you were losing year. it. I know. Yeah. But you might actually lose it. Yeah, and like I think I think in uh, like you know, lights world is more Infinity War. I think we thought more people were going to die in Infinity War than actually did. Yeah, but it, it it subverted expectations in the other way. Well, like no one knew there was going to be another one, right? No, they the did. Time. No, they we did? we did. Th- th- they yeah. did, but I thought it was going to be more of a. I, I I honestly, no one has any idea what in, what Endgame really is. Um, and watching the trailer, no one still has any idea what Endgame actually is. Iron Man's going to die. Probably. Probably. Um. And so um, RDJ is too expensive. They made him too expensive. I'm pulling a face. <laughs> and, and so, like, literally watching, <laughs> what like like watching the cutscenes in Kingdom Hearts, seeing characters that have been around for longer than Iron Man has been around. Yeah. Um, in the movies, at least. Uh, oh my god! I should put Iron Man in Kingdom Hearts. I mean, I, I, they, I mean, they, they the, have they have the purview to hey, don't th- they? Yeah, they absolutely can. Like Star Wars was going to be in one of them. Um, uh, so watching cutscenes with characters talking to each other. And seeing characters interact again, and I'm like, "Oh, this is so good!" And in the back of my mind, the entire time is like, "I don't know who's going to make it out of this because this is the end. They can literally do whatever they want. Mm. They can kill whoever they want in whatever way, apart from Mickey Mouse, obviously, because otherwise Disney will come knocking." <laughs> um, 
Wait, so they can kill Mickey Mouse, but not Donald Duck? Ah. I, I don't, no one cares about Donald Duck. I don't think any of those core Disney characters are dying. No, that no is, none that's, of them that, that's, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, it no, is, and It is all Square Enix's property. That's good. You're looking at all of all of them spiky-haired people over yeah. there. And it's like, but none of them are like in a position where they are, they are ever going to die. In the main, like in the main, someone's going to die battles. They're always like trapped outside or something. Nah. So it's never like, a, oh, of course they're not going to die sort right. of situation. Um, yeah, it's 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 like sitting in, it's like sitting in Infinity War for the first time, going, they just might straight up be killed. Yeah. Except for like sixty hours. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I'm mean, having having a good time. Having a good time. It's, it's, it's been a long time coming. That's a different song I could sing, but I won't, because that one was bad. Uh, yeah, well, cool. I mean, I'm excited to hear what you think of it when you get to the end. Mm. Um, yeah, I don't know whether I'll borrow, borrow the other ones off you. Jun, have you ever dabbled in this here, this franchise here? You know I haven't. Okay. <laughs> you know my stance I mean, on Kingdom Hearts. I mean, that's, that's, that's what I was gathering from the conversation. Me trying to be excited when people were picking up Kingdom Hearts yesterday was the hardest time of my life. <laughs> you, you're just like <laughs> st- like physically stretching your, your mouth into a grin with your fingers. <laughs> uh, cool. Excellent. Well, good luck. Yes. Godspeed. Yeah. Uh... What do we want to? I June. Th- what came out four days before Kingdom Hearts three was Resident Evil. Well, Jeremy's already yeah. Jeremy's already spoiled that. that I'm going to talk about Resident <laughs> Evil. So. Sorry, Spoiler. sorry, I won't. Yeah. <laughs> Just in case you didn't know, Resident yeah. Evil two came out. I'll, I'll drop the facade, June. Let's talk about Resident Evil yeah, thank two. Thank you. Um, I haven't played Resident Evil before. I played a little bit of seven with Jeremy, and I couldn't touch it again. It's so, sorry. so scary. Really? It's so, I thought like, you liked spooky games. I do like spooky games. It's but first person. <laughs> it's fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> like, and like, I'm having, like, Resident Evil 2 um, is not as spooky. No, it's not. It's really not. And I don't know why. I guess I need to play more of Resident Evil 7 to well, I mean, understand. Resident why, Evil but... 2 is more by the books zombie sort of fair, right? Compared to... Ooh. Seven, which That's is what a... I thought. Okay, have you maybe played, have you played two? <laughs> Honestly, I've just looked at. I watched someone play through the demo, right? Okay, online. Um, I think maybe because I'm really enjoying it. I'm only maybe mm. five, six hours in, so I haven't played Claire's story, and I'm maybe half or a little bit over halfway through of Leon. So, um, I've just met Mr. X. That large, oh, man, yeah. that large man. Yeah. Do you know much? Do you know much about I've this? Just dude? been seeing tweets okay. over the weekend. It's like so, he just always follows you. <laughs> yeah, but he. Sorry, hang on. He follows you, like, in a very, like... Right. Like, very... And you can hear him anywhere, like... And, like, some... Like, you'll be, like, downstairs and you can hear him above you. Oh, no. And, like, just, like, following you. But he... He always, like, I don't know. And he just, like, punches you. And, like, you, it's, he really doesn't do that much damage, to be honest, unless you are, you are on low health. And, like, if you shoot him a couple of times in the head, he'll stop following you for, like... Oh. I don't know. 10 seconds or something. Right. A little bit more. Just an imposing force. Yeah, but um, what I'm finding, I think, is um, because the design of the monsters um, is easy to understand, you can... They don't become scary anymore. So, like, zombies aren't really scary anymore once you are kind of, like, a a bunch of them. What are the other ones called? They're not splices, because that's... Lickers? Lickers, yeah. Those are the only other ones I know. Yeah, the lickers are the ones where you have to stay still. Um, Yeah, because they're... Blind. They're blind, yeah, but they can hear, like, that Last of Us thing, clicker. clicker. Don't they have, like, yeah. exposed brains? They do have exposed brains. Mm. It's pretty fucked. It's kind of sexy. <laughs> what does that even mean? <laughs> oh, my God. Um, is, it, is it filling up your venom? 
Your venom. Yeah, they do have big long tongues, don't they? Um, anyway. <laughs> so glad this is on tape. <laughs> um, so what I think, like, um, what I think, why I think it's less scary is because, like, I know how all of them work now. Right. And okay. I can get around them, I guess, easier. Mm-hmm. It's sort of like... Um, you can play them. Yeah. Um, I'm really, I'm really enjoying like the puzzle design and stuff. Oh, so. that's interesting. That's sort of one of the things I've heard that's been like a detriment for the game. Really? It's like, no, oh, really it's still like, like it. 1990s game design. Like, get the get the spade key to go in the spade door. No, and... I think it's cute. I really okay. like that. Cool. It's very like um, tick this off to tick this off to tick this off, and mm. like uh, the map. Um, once you sort of finished solving a room, like get everything. In, sorry, getting everything in the room and like do all the puzzles. It just it doesn't go. It's not red anymore. So you, yeah. by the end of it, you'll just have like a blank a map. Oh, like so you understand when yeah. you've okay. That's good. I I like when I like to know when there is something that I've missed. Yeah, yeah and I'm finding that the puzzles aren't too hard. Yeah, because like I haven't had to look up anything yet. Um, and I'm just about to bust this dude out of jail. He's dead already. And <laughs> uh, yeah, and Leon's really cute. That's it. Is he though? He's so cute. He does look pretty cute. I he's reckon so he looks cute. pretty cute. I mean, he's pretty, but yeah, like... he's really pretty. That's <laughs> the mean, same thing. I feel like there's an overlap there. I feel like there's a there's a there's a crossover. People are making like edits, like with oh, no. just like. <laughs> Can't wait to hear the end of the sentence. <laughs> You're talking his... about my Kingdom Hearts shit. You want to go back on this? All right, we'll, we'll play this game. Um, with uh, his just like police, like, his RPD police vest, and like that's it. And like pants, <laughs> like pants and stuff as well, but like, oh my god, <laughs> <laughs> he looks like a pretty skinny boy though. Yeah, he's a little bit skinny, but also he's not. Ooh. Um. Anyway, it's really good. Like, it's really good. Like, I and it looks incredible. Yeah, it does, it does. look incredible. From what I've seen, like, it looks like a like a standout game visually. Like, I was talking about this because I played the demo last time we recorded, and I was like, oh, I think I'm gonna buy this game day one from the demo, and I bought it on day one, and I'm like. Seems fucking good. Like mm. it's like I've played Resident Evil One before, like the remastered version on PS4. That game is also really good. Yep. Leon's um, in that one, right? Uh, he's in two, two and three and four. Four? He's not in four. He's in four. He's, he's the, in four. He's the he's the guy. Okay. He's also in six. Really? No, I'm pretty sure. Isn't one Chris? Uh, I, don't I don't think know. he's in one. Once yet. again, I don't. Yeah, play, like, I've never I'm, played I'm, Resident I'm, Evil. Yeah, one is Chris Redfield and someone starting with a J. I don't quite remember. Um, Johnny. <laughs> no, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a girl. Um, uh, Jane. Uh, is it Jane? <laughs> I don't remember. Anyway, Jill. Jill Valentine. That's her name. Um, oh, yeah. Is that where these? I know these names. I yeah. just didn't know they, they were uh, Resident Evil. That's funny. Yeah. So like, um, ones like puzzles, I really liked. Mm. Um, and like you know, it's a PS One game, so like it sort of feels a bit jank. Yeah, like, the if, remaster if it, is pretty, pretty, pretty similar to the original game in like. You can't move the camera. And yeah, stuff yeah, like, like, like this one's an entire remake. Yeah, like yeah, like one is literally like one remastered and two is remake. Yeah. Um, and so two feels obviously a lot better with like its controls and its and its camera. Um, and yeah, like I agree. Like the puzzles, I think are really really fun in two. Like there's very similar to one's puzzles. Like it's very like find this key to unlock this door and inside this door you'll find a book to put in the statue's arm. X Y Z. It's like just it like an adventure game. Like it is. It, it like, is. It is totally a horror adventure game. Get the get the light globe filament to put in the sprocket. L- literally, it's <laughs> yeah. literally that. It's like inspector to find out what it says on the side of this item, and then mm. oh, there's a button, and you get the gem from the yeah, and it's cool. It's really really fun. Okay. Um, and you don't have to think too much at all or anything. It's just like 
oh, I wonder if this adds to that. Oh, it does. I feel smart. But the kind of more challenges, like getting, like once you know where the thing is, you have to go next. Like getting the, I yeah. think is is where the challenge is rather than the puzzle. Yeah, like the hardest part is like, oh shit, I've got two bullets left. Yeah, <laughs> the, the survival part, and I'm yeah. on critical health. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, and then when you find when you find that green herb, it's like ooh, ooh the I'm green good. herb. <laughs> I have seen this like more so than basically any other survival slash horror game. Like I wasn't that interested in until dawn. I wasn't that interested in Resident Evil Seven. Have you played until dawn? No, you should play until dawn. We should play until dawn. It's because Ollie hasn't played it, so I'm like, oh, we should play that together, and then we don't play it. Are you exclusively only play games that Ollie plays? No, it's just I don't <laughs> want to play a horror game by myself. <laughs> Wait, we should play it. We should all play it. I'm, I'm, I'm down. You should have it until dawn night. It's good yeah. because you can start from like 10 p.m. and go to like 10 a.m. and it's like the exact same time. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's great. It's really good. Until dawn's really good. Yeah, it yeah. sounds like it would get hard at the end and you'd be like mega sloopy. Nah, because it's really spooky. Yeah, what is, what is sloopy? <laughs> um, um, that game's really good. Anyway, sorry, go on. No, it's okay. It's, it's all good. Um, looking at this game. It looks like a really like like something I could dabble in. Maybe that's because I've only seen like the demo and like the first minute. Like maybe it would get too fucked. Like there's the I've seen the first zombie encounter where the zombie like like sort of like knocks over this guy and then like takes a chunk out of his neck. Right. And you're yeah. seeing like so much like sinew and guts. It's pretty and, gross. Like, it, it's, it's it is so gory. It is very gory. Like. There's a part where a guy gets chopped in half by, like, a door that I, falls on I him. saw that in the demo, yeah. yeah. And you see, like, all of his intestines. Yeah, the guts, yeah. Yeah, it's... It's that, good, though. <laughs> yeah, no, like, like, it looks really it's good. It's like, oh, my God! Yeah, um, that and the the time you sit, you pick up... You, you, like, you, like, move the zombie's head, and then his jaw starts oh, to slowly Oh, yeah, the demo fall. as well. Yeah, yeah like, yeah. he's been sliced, like, halfway across his head, and yeah. then, like, everything starts to stretch. Yeah, and you can yeah. see all, like, yeah, the muscle sinew and stuff inside it, just, like... Yeah. yeah, and it's not, like, stretching textures. It's, like, actual, like, sinews and it's body really parts. Yeah. You know yeah. that, you We're know that's there as a technology thing now. Yeah. Mm. Um, sort of thing But, like, you know, it is rated R. That's what, sort of yeah. what you expect. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. Like, um, I, I don't think anyone's, like, outraged by this game. It's like me, like, when I, when I bought it, I'm like, yeah, I'm going to play this R-rated game, it's going to be great. And then me sitting and playing, it's like, oh my god, this is an R-rated. <laughs> what have I done? <laughs> Fuck. And I've got Evil Within sitting just over there, and I'm like, ooh, maybe I should, no, I can't. <laughs> Not on my own. I th- there was a tweet I saw by Lucy O'Brien, um, and I think she reviewed Evil Within 2. Right. Um, which is what she reminded me of. Um, and she was talking about how the writing in, that, in Evil Within 2 is pretty, you know, schlocky. Um that's why I bought it. <laughs> <laughs> and and there was this tweet that she put out and she must have been playing uh, uh, RE2. And <laughs> and the tweet was something like, um, can we put a ban on all uh, horror protagonists saying, what the? Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> Leon does say it a lot. He says that so much. Like the He's writing. Like, what the fuck? The writing the in hell? it is like really not good, but no. it's so ex- like, oh, I haven't played RE2 originally, but I feel like that's what the writing originally yep. was. No, and no so, I've, I've actually watched a comparison video on Kotaku. It was way, way fucking worse. It was way worse? Way, way worse. Oh, but this is like... So I've been playing Silent Hill, and I'm, I've almost finished that, and that's like... That's pretty bad. I think it, it is more along the lines of, like, you would think of a typical PS1-era game. It's like... Like honestly, when we're done here, and should we? Audience... Sorry, I feel like we should reiterate what we're talking about, also. Yeah. So the Resident Evil Two, because it's been remade, the original came out in 1990. I had a look at a direct comparison of scenes when you meet certain characters, when you encounter certain event in certain enemies, and that had a certain amount of exposition, dialogue, and character conversations and stuff like that. And in the original, the writing is 
atrocious. It's like worse than watching an episode of Power Rangers. And Ooh, in this, I want to go back now. <laughs> and and watching the demo of this, watching, um, and watching the direct comparison video as well. Like the writing's a bit more believable. The performances are a bit better. It's still really like, oh, go on without me. Like the the they haven't changed the plot, but like yeah. <laughs> like it seems at least bearable in the in the remake mm-hmm. than it does in the original. I I strongly recommend if you haven't audience to like like pause this, go find a video of it because it is really stark in contrast. Like we should do this when we finish recording because you'll you'll see what see what I'm talking about. I'm excited. Uh, That's basically the only thing I can add to this. Can, <laughs> I, can I um? Can I? I had like one of those like really good like. Moments. Have you got a yeah, water cooler moment? Like yeah, like a water cooler moment. That's yeah. what you call it, right? Yeah, go ahead. Um, so, I just unlocked Mr. X, right? And I was running from Mr. X. I love that he doesn't unlock. <laughs> <laughs> um, he's the Smash character now. <laughs> <laughs> Every, everyone is here. <laughs> I just imagine the Catherine, like, over, like, run from Mr. X, go. <laughs> <laughs> it is a killer. Yeah. <laughs> Do not... Okay. Um, so, I was running from him, and I was running in the west, ring, west wing downstairs, and... Um, I was like avoiding zombies and like I went into this like one room and I forgot that I just like uh herded all the zombies in like from previously I just like put all the zombies in that one oh, room oh right um and I forgot about that because I'm running from Mr X at the same time and I don't know if you remember Jeremy it's the one it's the room you have to climb out the window you go, climb out the box and then up out the window yeah 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 um and so like I was doing that and, like once you get to the box I can't touch you so I was like fuck yeah like quick quick and I like got eaten like twice and I was like critical health. And I, and I can hear Mr. X behind me, like right behind me. I don't want to look because I'm fucking terrified. Yeah. And I climb out the window and I jump on the other side and there's two of those fucking splicers just sitting there. Oh, no, but I can't no. stop and be still because Mr. X is like right behind me yeah. about to climb in the window. Anyway, I died. That's it. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like, yeah, I survived like three of those things to get to like that and just be like just torn to shreds odds. immediately. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, it's good. Uh, is there like torture porn like death scenes or? not really not with leon no okay yeah it's not like not like dead space it's or, not like um, saw it's it's lara it, croft i guess yeah in the new Tomb Raider i mean like yeah. if you get in by zombie you can see all the, the yeah in his neck but like um not the slices whatever they're called the, the liquors the liquors they don't yeah. they don't do they like cut like just before like really, you kind of see or? it but you don't see anything okay really. it's kind of like grab you mm. you know what's the best character out of that entire game I don't know any of them, so... Who? The zombie dogs. The zombie dogs? I just think they're neat. The zombie dogs are cool. Yeah. They, they're good in one as well. They're really easy to avoid. Yeah. It's like you just sort of like zigzag and they just miss you every single time. That's good. I feel like if they were lethal and I had to shoot them, I would be angry at the game for yeah. being like, why did you include this? I feel that way when I play Assassin's Creed. It's like, ah, oh, more wolves. I don't want to hurt you because they whimper when you do it. Because you sneeze and there are more wolves just around the corner. Yeah. It's like, I don't want to hurt you. The, the best thing about the wolves in this is it all it does is remind me of the Resident Evil movies. And there are so many... The best thing. They are. And it's so good because there are so many scenes in those movies where she just jumps in the air and kicks a zombie wolf in the... Kicks a zombie dog in the face in slow-mo and it takes like 10 seconds off a scene. Those movies are good. (laughs) You were saying that last time, I think. You were talking about the movies. And I was like... "Eh." I I have just many great memories of watching the movies. I think more than actually watching the movies. This one time I was sitting on a couch and there was a movie on. Is that it? I mean, you wouldn't know what that's like. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, deep cut. All right. I, moving on. Moving on from Resident Evil. I have no, I have no comeback. Um, so, 
this weekend. We've all been playing things this 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 week. It's great. It's like we're back in. We're, we're out of the slow season. Hmm. Um, this weekend, I got given uh, a friend of mine had access to the VIP Anthem beta, and with that, you also get like three referral codes to give to friends. So he gave me one of those, which was awesome. And so I got to play this game. And there have been like all of these articles since. So yeah, the VIP demo is coming out. This it came out last weekend. The open demo is coming out this coming one. So everyone's like watching it, being like, "Oh, what am I going to do next weekend? Am I going to try? Am I even going to bother? Is it is it worth it?" And so I've seen all these articles because there were all these like performance issues, like lots of like infinite loads that got. They had a, and... a bunch of server issues, didn't they? They did, yeah. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Um, Jeremy <laughs> posted oh, yeah. a tweet. Do you um, do you have it? Should I let you find it? Uh, yeah. Give me some. Okay, I'll, I'll keep I'll keep talking about it. Um, but basically, there are a few problems. I did run into some of those problems, but they weren't egregious enough to the point where I was annoyed at the game. I was the like, thing is, whatever, it's a beta. Yeah, yeah. what's been bugging... Sorry to interrupt. What's no, been bugging okay. me is like the fact that people are so critical about this kind of stuff when it is a beta and they're actively putting us out there to find those issues. Yeah, absolutely. Like, these these are out here for scale testing. Yeah. But also, like, all the headlines I've seen have been like, Anthem's VIP beta shows how, how rocky the game's launch is going to be. Or like... Or like games in bad shape. Everybody better watch out for launch day. It's like so. It's like really no one really can. You can't prepare for that. You no, cannot. No, no, you can't. And it was like, look, yeah, you're right. I did have to relaunch the game about a dozen times this weekend. It 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 took two minutes to launch. It got me straight back into the thing that I was in. It's if, like you're not paying for it either. Like if it was a paid beta, like maybe you'd have some issues. The VIP like, one is the one that you get for pre-order access. Okay, but like, yeah, all right. Maybe that's a little bit different. But like. Why don't you just wait a week and play the free one if you totally. really have issues? Totally. Like, and we're a month out. Well, it just makes me so this. mad. It just makes me mad. Yeah. Like, we've had customers come up and complain about it as well. I'm like, dude. Yeah. The thing that gets me, though, is it was actually good under that. Yeah. So, yeah. Jeremy got to play the closed alpha. Yeah, a little while ago. Which I I was talking to you about this before. Do you know if you can talk about it yet? This is yeah. the one that Probably. was NDA'd. Probably. It's fine. Um, I'll, maybe I'll talk about like the missions I played, and then you, and then you'll be like, "Oh yeah, we played those." I don't, uh, I don't remember the missions. Okay, whatever, that's fine. I'll just talk about what I can remember. It's fine. Okay. Um, <laughs> like yeah, he's listening to this podcast. <laughs> yeah, if you're listening and you and Jeremy's breaking the NDA, why don't um, you just give me beta codes? We will look forward to your season desist. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um. So basically, all of that preamble. It was buggy, but from what I got to play, I actually really, really enjoyed it. Um, which I was surprised by because all of the all of the sort of hype and marketing and stuff like that I've seen for it at E3 they they showed hardly anything, like they showed a, that really cringy trailer with like the the, the voiceovers. Right? Yeah, yeah, and it was like really really cut up. What'd you like, get up you to this really weekend, get... Kyle? <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, all of the the <laughs> like the fake gamers. It's yeah. like, oh, I just found a blue drop. Yeah. That's so awesome. <laughs> I'm Johnny from that game that we were trying to name before. Anyway, um, is that how you think they sound? No. Uh, I was just going on a... It was a callback, Jeremy. Okay, sorry. <laughs> anyway, it was good. The gameplay was good. And I think what I, I noticed most about it is that it took me back to the days of the Mass Effect 3 multiplayer. Did any of you... Did either of you get to play that? Mm-mm. That was That game was like Mass Effect 3 combat in like a horde mode arena. With like objectives, like you know, stay in the area to capture the whatever to get the intel, and then like right, kill okay. the kill the important targets or whatever. It was just a shooting gallery. Sounds like the worst time. It was really good because I enjoyed the combat okay. and like it, you could work together with the with your team to like knock out combos and stuff like that. It worked well. I I put a lot of hours into it and I enjoyed it. Um, this felt like that 
in a way because um, the shooting, all of the the enemies are kind of spongy. Um, so you've got to get a lot of shots into them. You've got to be a bit precise. Um, except on top of it is instead of being like in this, like, this closed like four square arena, you're in this giant lush open world. And to instead of it being a cover shooter like Mass Effect was, in order to get out of the way of any bullets and to avoid damage, you have to be really mobile. You have to be really agile. So you're in these Iron Man javelin suits and you've got all of these like mid-air dodges and you can like hover in mid-air and like fly around behind enemies if they've got big shields and like use your abilities on them. All of your abilities recharge really quick. They're really different. Some like the, this ninja javelin's got like explosive shurikens and like really long range and like an ultimate, not an ultimate, like an infinite melee attack. It was, it was actually really fast paced and fun um, in a way that I wasn't expecting. How would you compare it um, with Destiny? Because I know a lot of people are comparing it to Destiny. Sort of not. I wouldn't, yeah, yeah, because it is third person. I mean, that's... So, if Destiny is the king of something, it's the king of the shooter. It's the king of the shooting mechanics. Okay. The shooting in that game is... Wait, Destiny or Anthem? Destiny. Okay. It's almost unparalleled. Mm. Yeah. Like, the way the way it feels to get a headshot, how each different gun feels different, satisfying still fun to use different types of them how it feels to shoot like different enemy like weak points and see the numbers go and stuff like that this doesn't feel quite as good as that in terms of the actual like shoot i click it hits great because it's a bit more like i've just got to shoot this it's got to get down it's a bit more like the division in that way where it's like i've got to shoot this thing to get its health down um the other thing i i do want to point out that i i think i was getting a bit of lag with my um shooting general mechanics in general because it never felt that responsive when i was shooting it was like shoot hit shoot hit shoot damage sort mm-hmm. of deal because all of the enemies i guess were server side um so that was annoying um but using all of the abilities and as fast as they recharge like it's like doing like the nightfall strike and you're like okay there's all these enemies on the on the left side we've got to take them out so we can start doing damage on the on the on the real enemy and it's like it felt like that sort of all the time. Like, you had to make sure you were moving. It was sort of that inner monologue in your head rather than being a team sort of effort. It was That's like, cool. got to make sure I'm moving. Got to make sure I'm dodging all the time. But I also got to make sure I'm using my boosters to hover in the air. But I got to make sure I go down because they'll overheat. Got to make sure I'm using all my abilities because they recharge all the time. If I don't move, I'm going to die. Got to make sure I pick up all these objectives. Oh, my friend's down. I got to go pick them up. It, it, was, it was fast-paced. It was engaging. It wasn't mindless. Which I suppose engaging mindless. Two sides of well, different sides. Anyway, it was... I, I, I enjoyed it a lot more than I thought I would. Um, Are you going to pick it up? I want to. Yeah. We'll see We'll see where my money's at at this point. Like, as of 24 hours ago, I'm down a job. So, yeah. <laughs> like, we'll see. I do want to. If, if I had disposable income, I would be buying it when it came out. Okay. Um, yeah. Something I will say, it parts of it do still feel like Bioware. Like, Bioware's latest thing is Andromeda. Yeah. Um, and before that was Inquisition, I think. Yeah. So I feel like Bioware sort of, in terms of um, popular opinion, is a bit sort of on the down at the moment, where it's a bit like, oh, Bioware's good. They've done good things. I hope they've recovered after the fiasco. You know, it's sort of mad at the moment. And so, uh, were people down on Mass Effect because of Bioware, or was it more just because of EA? No, no, no. Like well, Andromeda, I mean. People were down on Andromeda not because of Bioware. Yeah. Um. They were they were down on it because of the quality of the game. It yeah. was it was more of an objective like this isn't fun at launch at least. Yeah. Um. So I sort of had that going in, and so when I got into the social area, Fort Tarsus, and there were these mission areas and people were talking, and they were funny, 
and they were like well written i it kind of caught me off guard um it wasn't everything and like there are these weird conversations you can have with other with like other npcs and you get to choose between two things and almost every time it's like um agree with them very strongly or like sort of quietly disagree with them so they're like oh you know fort tarsus it's a bit rough out here but it's home and then the answer would either be like i'd much rather call this place home than somewhere on the field or be like ah oh, gotta you gotta bunk down somewhere i guess it's and that's it was basically like every <laughs> every choice so it's not the same like decision making process you can do but um overall I'm, I'm honestly really impressed yeah like so i haven't played much of it i only played a couple hours of it um, during the alpha, but yeah, like what, what you said pretty much tracks with all of my stuff as well. Um, the flying feels really good. Mm. Um, the combat feels fun. Uh, I didn't like, there was not much story or character interaction that I got. Um, okay. cause I didn't, I didn't get to play for very much anyway. Um, the game looks really good. It does look really good. And I honestly really like the environment. I mm. don't think it's going to be very different than what it is. I think it is mostly just going to be this lush overgrown sort right. of feel. I don't think it's going to be much more than that because that's literally all they've shown. Mm. Um, but yeah, sorry, go on. No, I mean, like, yeah, like I didn't, I didn't, really didn't have that much to say apart from that. Like, the flying felt really, really fun and was pretty easy to sort of just get the hang of quickly. I mm. found, mm. Um, and yeah, I'll probably pick it up when it comes out, see what it's like. You seemed down on it. I wasn't down. I you... think I don't know. I just had no idea what to expect. Yeah. And so I was like, oh, so this is what this is. It sort of reminded me of when I got the Division 1 on launch. I was like, oh, okay, so this is what this is. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sa- same with, like, Ghost Recon, Wildlands, rather. Um, a lot of games. Like, I, I honestly, with a lot of games, like, oh, okay, so this is what this is. Like, And unless it's got something that's, like, super, super special. Mm. Not the flying... I don't think the flying isn't special. I think the flying could be special. Yeah, it's not a, it's not enough to carry it. It's cool, no. but it's it becomes pretty easy and routine pretty quickly. I reckon. What I think will make that break make or break that game for me is the social stuff of that game. Is in playing it with people or like that as well as like like you know social spaces, how they interact with other players, how easy it is to find other players to talk to, how easy it is to block them out if I don't want any players nearby. Yeah, Destiny sort of stumbled a lot with some of that stuff. Um, especially finding players to find, which is like, just go on our website or go on the Reddit. And yeah. it's like, no, honestly, I, I don't, don't think, want to do that. I don't think we're going to struggle because every, if you, you can opt to have every mission you go in solo, but otherwise it match makes you. So yeah. rather you being like instanced into this open world bit and then you move into the mission part, which is on your own, you're just always with people. They're yeah. always on your map. Yeah. And like, you know, I think the balance is, you know, having it so if I don't go very, very far and find nobody mm. or, you know, to afford to be just overcrowded. Um, and I think Destiny finds that balance pretty well Yeah. of like, you know, when there's an event happening, you know, there might be like seven people around. Mm. Um, and then in between events, there's like one or two every now and again, sometimes three, um, unless there's like a fire team that's gone past. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. Like, I think... I'll pick it up. I don't know what it's going to be like. <laughs> I, I have no idea what it's going to be like. I don't know what this game really is, you know? Like, yeah. I know I know the basic structure of a lot of the stuff, but I don't know. 
I don't know the the overall story. I don't know what direction the story is going to take. I read, you know how Bioware has all of those like codex entries and stuff like that that you can read through in their games? I read like a lot of that stuff. I still don't know what it's about. Mm. <laughs> I couldn't figure it out. There's yeah. something about the Anthem of Creation, which is like, it's like a, a river of energy and it creates anomalies. Right, okay. Something. That sounds pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. Sort I'm sort of, of like into that. Weird magic thing. <laughs> Why don't they start with that? Don't know. Um, so the the thing that I was trying to find is from a recent era post, uh, which is, so like a person commented about the server issues. Oh, yeah. Um, so this person says, so I'm the guy on Gaff who did the packet captures of No Man's Sky at launch to prove it had no multiplayer. I did a packet capture on Anthem and it has the opposite problem. If it fails to connect, it floods their servers trying to reconnect. They've created a condition where they DDoS themselves and the entirety of EA servers. Which is absurd. Yeah. Um, it is ridiculous. Like, if you don't kn- if you don't already know, DDoSing is when you, like, spam a server or, a, like, an online service with just hundreds of thousands of, like, access attempts. It's just, like, you just flood it with things to do and you've, it you've and clogged it, the pipe to the server exactly and it like breaks down security systems and it slows everything to a chug and it, and it, it breaks everything and he's done it to themselves with their own infrastructure well bioware um something that's a little bit funny to me though is that it didn't just affect anthem servers it brought down quite a bit of ea's servers yeah i heard that it affected stuff with um battlefront and um i think some sports games yeah yep yeah, anthem. That's uh, pretty funny. Yeah, it's pretty I like, funny. It, it is a little bit for like a, for a beta. Yeah, for a, for a beta to do that, um, and the fact that it just hit the other games, I think it's just super weird. Yeah, <laughs> just like <laughs> the the thought of like some dude trying to like log into like FIFA online and be like, "Fuck, anthem." <laughs> <laughs> or it's laggy the whole time. Yeah. Like, or if it worked and mechs just started rocking up in other games. <laughs> Oh, the most amb- accidental, ambitious crossover in <laughs> that history. Would be so good. Uh, and the only other thing I wanted to talk on is like, like six hours as of recording this, uh, Piranha Plant was released into Smash Brothers, which is cool. They announced that before as like this free thing if you buy the game a certain time. It's the Piranha Plant. Can I ask a really important question? Yeah. Does it talk? No. Okay. It doesn't. Does it yell? Scream? Not that I've noticed. Does it scream? No. I wasn't... <laughs> I'll only play it if it screams. I honestly wasn't... I don't think I was playing with audio. I was on the train most of the time listening to a podcast. Please so. let me know if it screams. Well, we, we can... We'll whip the switch out. We can have a look yeah, yeah. Um, after this. But uh, I'm pretty sure it doesn't. Yeah. Um, it's, this is why it's I hate Smash a really, like, like a, it's a, It feels like a really quirky character to play as. Like, it seems really strong, really fast. But all of its moves are really weird. <laughs> like, you can do this thing where you just... Like, obviously it's weird in general because you're this pot plant weird and the way you move around it's got like tiny like green nubbins that come out the bottom of the pot plant and just like like wobble it along (laughs) um and then you can just like spawn like you just like from its mouth you spawn a spike ball and then you can like tilt it to the side to knock another player over or whatever or then you could decide to be poisonous or then one of the smash attacks the head of the piranha plant just changes color and just becomes spikes and just max things around. I don't know. It's weird because, like, lots of the more I think about it, lots of other characters go through that sort of weird transformative thing as they play. And Weaver the moves are different. Exactly. But I don't know. This one strikes me as just quirky and weird. What's the final smash? Uh, <laughs> it's it, 
So is it the one from Brawl? Does it turn into that? Yeah, it does. Okay, well, good. It doesn't turn into that. It summons that. So it summons the giant PD piranha what? from Brawl. What does it become? And then you, as the piranha plant, can still just walk around. So it's like you just summon your big brother. And this thing's got like two cages and it like picks up other ones and like breathes fire on them, smashes them and they fly away. But I, I summoned the final smash before and for and didn't realize you could keep controlling the characters. So I was just watching this giant piranha plant like walk around the stage and then my controller rumbled. I was like, oh, someone died. Oh, I'm respawned. Oh, what? I'm still... Oh. Right, weird. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, I just wanted to touch on that. Smash is still good. I, I played multiplayer for about half an hour and literally... I was playing Piranha Plant and everyone I was fighting was playing Piranha Plant. <laughs> it's, like, it's like the Overwatch new character thing. Yeah. And then you've got like no limits and everyone's playing it. Yeah, totally. Uh, so yeah, that's 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 what we've been playing this week. I'm, I'm, I'm proud of us. Should we take a break? I reckon we should. I think now's the time. Yep. Okay. Um, we'll take a break. Yeah. And when we get back, we'll talk about the news of the industry. <laughs> we'll be right back. Why did you say it like that? I don't know. I'm trying to be funny. <laughs> Welcome back. Hey. Hey. Just because I was making you wait for it. How dare you stumble. Welcome back to the Minimap cast. <laughs> What's <with the> fucking <laughs> Richard Mercer? He doesn't sound like that, though, because he's more... I'm just trying to go deep and, like, slightly raspy with... Welcome back. That's Richard Mercer. I wouldn't... No, but... Rich, no, no. I, I would disagree. Love song dedication. That's Richard Mercer. He's got a deep voice, but it's... I Like, I'm trying to almost go, like, a little sultry with it, you know? Like... Well, June, you look well, lost. Welcome back. Did you ever w- listen to love song dedications? June, no. Do you not know what we're the, talking about? It was about? on the radio a lot. At like, from the hours of... Like eight, 8 o'clock 8 to PM about 11 like, Yeah, to like 11. Look it up. It's Australian culture. I saw a live show dedicated to love song dedications. <laughs> I last know. year. Uh, Alright, here's June's question, Connor. <laughs> yep. <laughs> um... Oh, I'm tossed. I'm like, I'm stuck between two because, like, one I have an answer for, and one I don't have an answer for. So, oh, okay. um, well, can I throw this in the works? Because yes. normally you ask one and we don't answer immediately. You want me to ask one and we answer at the end? Yeah, why don't we try that? Although we, we then run the risk of us knowing none yeah. of us knowing the answer. Yeah. So it's up to you. Um, no, let's do that. I feel like that'd be kind of nice. Okay. Um, I can't. I can't do a drum roll with a mic in my hand. <laughs> Who is your favorite game villain? Game villain? Hmm. You should now start this while we are thinking. No, that's, no, the, opposite of, that's yeah. the entire opposite of what... Oh, okay. So I, I misunderstood what you were saying. Okay, gotcha. Wow. <laughs> right, my bad. So my like, first thing that pops into my head is Ganondorf, and then I think about it, I'm like, shit villain. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Looks kind of cool. Fun yeah. to play in Smash. Not a good villain. Um, yeah, right. I'm gonna have to like think about every game I played again. Let me think. I'm thinking about some of the Uncharted villains, more of the later ones than the the, the first ones, because the first ones are really one dimensional. Um, I liked, I liked the villain. I like the vision lost Lost Legacy. Yeah, on? Lost Legacy. I was just thinking that. Are we not moving on? Pardon? Are we not moving on? Are we gonna talk about it now? I think we all misunderstood what we were talking about. Oh yeah, about. probably. We just let's just answer it. Let's just we? answer yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I thought the idea was we'll try and answer it first while you have to have it. Oh, okay. I see. I see. I see. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I think my first answer is Oryx. <laughs> no. <laughs> you answer with Destiny. Fuck you. <laughs> I'm kidding. Good. No. I, honestly, I, I like the not that I can remember his name, but I kind of like the villain in Lost Legacy. Yeah. Um. 
<laughs> actually thinking about it now actually thinking about it now, I remember when we recorded that was the very first podcast we recorded was the Lost Legacy Game Spoilers podcast oh yeah. I have an answer I'm an idiot sorry okay no worries that's fine what's the answer you want me to no I, I hope I'm in the middle of something Jeremy oh, I just remember when we recorded that episode we were talking about how um, we just kind of liked the way he looked and then he was like he gets a bit he gets a bit brutal at times and then you and one of you was like I don't remember who it was but someone said choke me daddy yeah <laughs> <laughs> But anyway, I kind of I liked his his voice acting, and I liked kicking the shit out of him at the end of the game. Yeah. Um. That's my that's my first not Zelda answer. I'm gonna keep thinking though. June, you have one because I don't have one yet. Um. I've talked about this man before. This beautiful, beautiful boy. Dutch. Um. So yeah, no, I was thinking about Dutch, and I think he's just like not a good villain. Okay. Um. I don't think he's written well. Um, good villain. Barker from Pyre. Is a good villain. <laughs> I'm just gonna clock out for a few minutes. <laughs> I think he's neat. I don't know if he's a villain. Yeah, he is. He's an he's an antagonist. The yeah. villain is the voiceover man. Yeah, the villain is yeah, is, is is he the. He could be a villain too. Hmm. Villain. He's like... a competitor. He's a. Yeah, remember he's he an anti. Like, he he's black, an anti-hero. He, black, he blackmailed Ruki and yeah, stuff. Yeah, no, he did. Um, he's a he's a bad boy. He's a bad boy. Mm, interesting. Okay. I can, think, I can think of a better one. Oh, better one. oh. Okay. I have it. I have it. Okay. What? All because of the final dialogue, but this year playing Spider-Man. This is your this is your brief spoiler warning to get out if you don't know anything about that game. But which one are you going to say? The final conversation that Pete has with Otto and how your relationship builds up in the game, even if you know where that story's going to go. It's so impactful. And being able to see all the ways they, they come from, like seeing Otto trying so hard to... I mean, obviously his, his brain's broken because of the inhibitor or whatever. But he's like, no, my body's failing. I just want to keep going. Like, please, Peter, help me. And Peter's like, you... Asshole, mm. you, you, I, I cared so much about you. Yeah, we were going to change the world together. How could you do this to me? It was that's. I think that's what got me about that insane. It was. It wasn't about you. Look what you did to New York. It was like you. You look what you've done to me. Mm. Um, and Otto's build up to that was was quite good. And they, the the writing and the chemistry they had between each other, and that especially that end dialogue scene, that wrap up of that. I think that that's that's a strong contender for my answer to this category. Would you say? Who would be the villain in Hellblade? Do you think Ooh. Mental Illness would be the villain in Hellblade? Because if so, Ooh. I think that's a good one also. That or like her dad. Yeah, that's Because her Probably dad was her the one that actually. fucked her up yeah. in the first place. Um, but like the end villain that you fight is the darkness, that's which bad. is like all in Senua's head. So yeah, it sort of is mental illness that you're fighting in that game. Because that one was good. That's that game's good. Yeah. No, I agree. That's... that's... <sighs> That game was intense. That's the sort of thing where I'm like, I should play that again. And then I think about it, I'm like, I don't think I should I play that again. I want to buy it again. on PS4 because I feel like it would look really nice on my TV. Mm. So I could use really nice headphones. But I'd, I'd um, lend it to you, but I bought it digitally. That's so all good. I apologize. Um, uh, the, the, have you seen the physical version of it? It's so nice. It's yeah, because like really, it comes with like, like a cardboard cover and, and yeah. yeah. Um, but um, I remember that I hated the entire part with the tree. And the shards and stuff. Yeah, and those like, like four like chunk. memories. Yeah, it's yeah. Like a good chunk of the game, and it's like I don't know if I. Because that's that after again. you lose your sword. Yeah. Yeah, it is very slow. And then you you do that bit where you lose the head, and you've got to go down to that well for like an hour or two. Mm. 
Yeah, that game was a long game. Um, I want to give a shout out to Junko from Danganronpa also. Go on. Junko? Junko. Junko. And Noshima. Let me check. Junko. So I think I have mine. Yeah, and Noshima. The 16 Colossi. No. What's your character's name in Shadow of the Colossus? Aren't you the real villain in that game? No, you're not. No, but like, you know, you are because you're killing all these creatures and like... No, but you're tricked by someone. Gods. You're tricked by the voice. Yeah. Um, well, you're willing to be tricked. No, not really. Like, you're, you are deceived. Like, you're a fool, but you're, 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 you are deceived. Yeah, but he's just ready for it. He's like, please, I want the answer. And the he's he's like, desperate, yeah. He's like, all right, here you go. Do this thing for me. It'll be yeah. great. Um, oh, I'm just trying to remember her name. It's... Is it... Angry? Jill Valentine. The secret villain in Resident Evil 8. Big boy, Mr. X. Mr. What was it? What was it about Resident Evil? Just okay. while you're, oh no, have you got it? I've got it. Yeah. Okay, never mind. Um, I will stop stalling. <laughs> uh, so, Irene Engel or Fur oh. Engel from the Wolfenstein. Frau. Oh, Fur, she's so Fur? good. She's really good. She's a great villain. Mm. She's awful. She is one of the fucking worst people ever. That's one of the. I haven't played it. I played the first one, so right. she's, and she's in that. She's, she's in that as well. She's vile. Yeah. She is way worse than Wolfenstein 2. Yeah. Wolfenstein 2, she is like just... Yeah, because she's not second in charge. She's the she's the one you're meant to hate. She's the you, worst Nazi. It's because you fucked her up also in the first one. No, but she's also terrible. As, like She's terrible like to her daughter oh. and is like super like she's mean and she's just... She's like because her daughter's like really overweight, and she's like like really like angry and like like calls her daughter like a pig and stuff. And she's like she's the worst Nazi. She is she is the worst Nazi. She is the worst Nazi in a game with Hitler. Congratulations, Machine Games! You created someone worse than Hitler. They did. She is just the fucking worst in that game. Um, and she's like she's got a like she's. the person who's done the performance is really, really good mm. at it. Um, uh, and she's like the main, like stopper in like stopper <laughs> villain. <laughs> <laughs> Why does they stopper? Like, she's, like, like you don't kill her at the very a end wine of the game. Stopper. I know. I mean, not wrong. I technically yeah, like you know, stopper. she stops them. Um. <laughs> she I stops even, you I don't even know how to recover from calling a villain a stopper um, especially a Nazi um, uh, yeah and like the, the way the way she dies at the end um, of the game is super she su- dies? it's super good It's she's got a great great death like satisfying? I'm trying to remember yeah yeah Yes. Okay, I just read what you do, and yes, it's a great, great ending. Would you like to know? No. Okay. Um, it's a very good, very good ending. Um, what the? It's 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 a great ending to the game. Like it's a fitting ending for the game. I'll say. Like the ending fits with the themes of the rest of the game. Yep. Um. So yeah, it's. She's probably one of the worst villains. I was, I was thinking that whole time. I was looking back at my games. I was looking back and forth. And I was yep. like, you know, Dr. Nefarious and Ratchet and Clank is like a really good one. He's funny though. He's, he's just fun. He's, he's actually a good villain. Like, yeah. Yeah. Just... Like, like I enjoy every second he's on screen. That's because he's a caricature of himself. Exactly. He's so funny. He's really good. And then in the Kraken time where he's got like a screw loose and he just goes on repeat. Like that's in all of them, I think, where he just goes on repeat. Like he, yeah. he breaks down and starts quoting the oh, Ratchet and Clank, man. Yeah. Um, I, I broke out a 
a list. I was just like, best villains video games. I just put it into Google. Um, there's a few weird ones in here, like Gaul from Destiny 2. I don't agree really? with that one at all. No, no, no um, And Olivia Pierce from Doom. Who? That's exactly. Doom has a story? <laughs> from the new one, but... Um, Not just and then, demons? <laughs> no. And then this one, what you were saying, Jeremy, Dorman from Shadow of the Colossus. That's the first one. I so. mean, he's cool, but he's like... His whole is thing he the is... Voice? Yeah, he's just the voice. The first one that made me go like, ooh, maybe, was... Uh, who's played Mass Effect? You? No. You, know you haven't. We've been through this, remember? You haven't played it either? I tried it. I hated it. Neither of you have played... Oh, my God. I haven't right, tried, I'm, just... I'm willing... You, we, we spoke about this. You know I'm, why? You know why? I remember you. You know why I didn't like it? No. It's because you can't romance Tali as a woman. So, like, what's the fucking point? <laughs> what? Really? She's straight. You can in one of... Oh, I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. That sucks. Yep. But okay. also, Liara is the best. Um, the elusive man Hang who on. is voice acted Hang by on. Martin Sheen. Hang on. Is this the f- is this the human? No, Liara is no. That's Ashley. Ashley's the racist. Oh no, Ashley's the blue one. Okay, that's fine. Yeah, Liara's the. You know, you know, lady. but you know, Liara is just like catered for straight men. Fuck. You know that, right? I didn't know that, but that <laughs> makes a lot of sense. <laughs> anyway, um, Martin Sheen's <laughs> character. She's great. She's nice. Um, Martin Sheen's uh, character in Mass Effect 2 and 3 is actually a really interesting villain um, a lot of shades of grey in that guy and I really like the way they portray him oh speaking of Bioware um, Anders from Dragon Age 2 is pretty good yeah yeah because he's like in your party I guess. oh he's, that's he's, interesting he turns out to be uh, not uh, probably not the overarching villain but maybe an antagonist again yeah yeah but like, he, he has um that's really he, interesting. He's the reason why Dragon Age 3 exists. Because he blows up the Chantry and starts the war. Right, Against, okay. like, um, the mages and shit. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. I'm just going through this article to try and find any ones where I'm like, oh, yeah. Um, Command and Conquer, Fear. I'm not agreeing with any of these. Someone says Handsome Jack. <laughs> really? Yeah, so yeah, then we start getting to stuff like um, so, Final Fantasy like twists. Right, so yeah. uh, Kefka from Final Fantasy VI. One one yeah. that I really like, honestly, is through the first three Halo games, the leader of the Covenant. There's like there's a, there's a few of them, and they're like old and like shriveled up um, aliens, and they're called the Prophets. Okay, and they basically like like oh yeah, yeah. I remember these guys. They're, they're, they're so wrinkly. Yeah, like they 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 look like Scrot. And they're like, they're like ET aliens yeah. in a realistic alien universe. And they're so, you know, they're so controlling, and manipulative, even though they're so weak. Yeah. And you always see them in like holograms throughout the game, and they're like calling for the aliens to attack and shit. Um, the, like the prophets of like truth, regret, and there's another one I don't quite remember. Yeah. Um, they are very interesting villains. Like right. they are very like almost like sort of real life. What like this tiered society could look sorry. like sorry sorry like where the grunts are like basically like just like around as like you know fodder yep. basically for like soldiers and the elites which are like literally like <laughs> halo is so subtle um, <laughs> <laughs> um but it's it's very like when when the elites then start to rebel against the prophets yeah um, then you can really see what the elites, what the elites, what the prophets like real power is. Right. Um, okay. 
it's 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 very good like they're really good villains and like so when you kill them throughout the game it's so anticlimactic because they're useless yeah you know when you kill everyone around them and then like in in the third game like the arbiter stabs one of them in the back with a sword mm. you know they're not fighting they can't fight like yep. they're useless they're worms <laughs> yeah um they're a really really good villain yep um, sorry, I was laughing before. I'm reading a list of the best video game villains, and I'll put Tom Nook on here. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. Uh, I didn't know Animal Crossing had a villain. Um, um, someone said uh, Undertale. Uh, flower. Yeah, the flower. Glados. Glados is all right. Glados is all right. I can get behind that. Yeah. Glados is um yeah no I can get behind that although she isn't really a villain in two. No. Ocelot. Revolver Ocelot. Yeah. Yeah. Ocelot uh, a bad guy. So, you know how I laughed like two minutes ago? That's because I saw that. And that's because it made me think about how to explain how he's the main villain of Metal Gear Solid. It takes about 50 minutes. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I'd, I'd go into that, but it's too hard. That's fine. <laughs> that's I don't know anything about up. Metal Gear, but I love that man. Uh, um, because he's got revolvers. Yeah. Yeah, he's Western. Any meows. Uh, I'll just I'll, we'll just finish this list. Oh, someone said Robotnik. I don't agree with that at all. <laughs> Yeti from Ski Free. I got one that I think Kerry, you might. I don't know, June. I don't know if you've played this. You I don't think you have. Hit me, baby. Reznov from Black Ops. Yeah, I liked him a lot. Honestly, I don't. He wasn't. He wasn't the bad guy though. He sort of was. No, he wasn't. So Reznov was. He went in and he he tampered because he brainwashed Mason. No, he he tampered with their brainwashing. Yeah. So when they were trying to brainwash Mason, the reason why he didn't kill like JFK the first time he met him is because Reznov re-tampered with him to mess up the people who were fucking over him in the first place. Well, the Reznov was the villain. No, because at the very end, when Wood stops you and is and you're screaming out, "My name is Victor Reznov," with Sam, whatever his name's really bad American, but he's actually Australian accent. Yeah, yeah. So he does he he does brainwash you, but it's to take out the people who have been doing bad things. I don't know if he's the villain. I haven't played that game in a long time. I really like the story in that game. Yeah, we should move on. We should move on. Uh, I feel it's important to point out someone said Vass uh, from Far Cry 3. I don't agree with that at all. I didn't think he was a great villain, but that's me. I thought he was, you know, he was, I am 14 and this is anarchy. Frau Engel is number three on this list. Yeah. Bowser, Super Mario Bros. and GLaDOS. So yeah, we kind of covered it. Yeah. I forget I forget that Bowser's a bad guy sometimes. Yeah. yeah, like I was thinking back to the, like, to the best games I played last year and I looked over and I saw Mario Odyssey. I'm like, who's the villain? Oh yeah, it's Bowser. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you got to fight those rabbits the whole time. That was weird. I don't know why they're in there. Anyway, you're right. We should move on. Um, that was a fun question corner. You you do a good job with Thank these. Thank you. I'm take that one off the list. Never to be seen again. <laughs> oh, I thought of the other one that I was thinking of. Sorry. I'll just very quickly. Go for it. Uh, Mr. House in um, Fallout New Vegas. The person who runs the who runs the Vegas Strip. Okay. Really good villain. Okay, cool. Yeah, I've only... Yeah, I've seen like fragmented bits and pieces of that game. Probably in seventeen different playthroughs as well. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, more like seventeen different like one video of like a seventy-three like right episode yeah. playthrough or whatever. Yeah. Um. So yeah, we'll, we'll uh, let's talk about some of the news of the week. I I I'm I'm interested to hear what you guys think about the Metroid news. So, in 
the 2017 E3 Nintendo show, they announced Metroid Prime 4 for Switch. And nothing else. With a logo. With a logo. And they were like, now in development. Like, that was their thing. It was like, it started happening. No release date. No, not even a developer. There's nothing like that. Um, so what? It's been nearly two years since then. And Nintendo came out with this um, sort of a... Oh, not interview, but this like one-on-one sort of face-to-face with this guy. This this guy spoke to the camera. It was, um, I don't remember who it was, but it was a Nintendo exec, some, some high up. Sincerely apologized for needing to do this, but that the game is being re... The development for the game is being restarted from the ground up. It's being handed to Retro Studios, who handed the original Metro Metroid Prime trilogy, um, and that they're going to be working on it from here on out. It's not going to be seen for a number of years now because they are restarting from the ground up. And the reason I want to talk about this is for a few reasons, because I think it is one of the most transparent moves I've seen from a developer or a publisher in recent history. Let alone Nintendo. Yeah, totally. Like, to come out and say, hey, we've been making this game. It hasn't gone so well. We're restarting. It's not just like a delay, because I couldn't even delay it because I haven't announced anything yet. They had to be like, hey, we're restarting. We're just letting you know what's happening. Don't get upset, please. <laughs> and I think part of the reason why they came out and did this sort of move with transparency is because they've seen what's happened with Kingdom Hearts 3. With... What's the other one? What's the other one I'm thinking of? Uh, Last Guardian. With Final Fantasy 13 Versus. When you announce it too early... Something happens in the development. People are waiting for it. There's trailers. They're like, where's this game? Where's this game? Where's this game? Where's yep. this game? And then the the hype builds up too high to the point where the game can never meet the standard of whatever everyone was looking forward to. Yeah, like Nomura said previously after he announced Kingdom Hearts 3, like, yeah, we announced that game too early. Yep, yep. <laughs> um, I think they've done the same with Final Fantasy 7. Yeah, oh, with the remake, absolutely. Um, so I think I think it's really interesting. I'm, I'm From what I heard, I heard that uh, the way they were they were doing the development is that they were handing around parts of the of the game to different studios so all, that, all around the world right yeah, yeah. yeah so different different studios were working on different mechanics different levels different bosses different everything and that some studios were going along tickety boo just fine but other studios were like really struggling we were talking about this on the weekend we were saying like can you imagine trying to work with someone that's in a completely different time zone I know, and, like right? having to ask a question and not having it answered yeah yeah or like a different language yeah and then trying to work it across different pipelines you're working with different styles like how do you make sure that's all cohesive like would have been a massive headache um so yeah it's interesting because i think i remember the big thing was it's not being developed by retro it mm. turns out that Retro was one of the teams, I think, working on it. So they they were saying it wasn't the only team, basically, when they said that. Um, and then the way that uh, Retro handed it is they let all the teams make a pitch for the redevelopment, and Retro made the best pitch. Is from what I heard, they made it. They made a, a pitch, a demo, and Nintendo like, yeah, you got it. Which is like interesting that because the Prime games, at least. Like, like what I've heard because I'm not super familiar with Metroid as like a, as a series. Yeah, they're, they're super made for the Western audience, right? They are. They're made by a Western studio. They yeah. were the first Metroid games made by a Western studio, and, and they were more popular in they the were, West. They right? were all well received. Uh, I wonder th- why. Oh, wonder why what? Why they were more popular in the West? Yeah, no, that's a good point. I don't know. I, don't know. I mean, you know, like it's the same reason why Nia was more popular, more popular in Japan. Um, yeah, I guess so. Why? It was the, they were the first 3D Metroid games. Well, they're the only 3D Metroid games. Okay, but why? 
Why was it more popular? I don't know. Interesting. Yeah. Is that, is that next week's June question corner? Because <laughs> <laughs> it's not like... Just find me an answer. Because it's not Write like... Write me this 5,000 word essay. Yeah. <laughs> Most writing I've done all year. Because <laughs> um, it's not like they changed genre. It's still a Metroidvania. You still get the power-ups. You unlock different areas. It was just 3D. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I can't answer that question for you, June. Mm. I don't know enough about all that stuff. Um, but yeah, props to Nintendo and props to, um, I guess, the de- well, not the development team. I don't know. We know nothing about the development team. Hopefully that um, makes other developers realize that being transparent is the best way to go. Yeah. Bring that on themselves, you know. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that that has been a lesson that's been learned and I feel like it's we've seen that happen more and more over the last year or two. Um, like stuff that's happening with the, I don't know if you saw it, but with the Assassin's Creed Odyssey DLC. Did you see any of this? No, I didn't. So um, there's three parts of this Legacy of the Hidden Blade DLC that they've got. Part two came out and at the end of it, it forced an obligatory uh relationship on your character it was about um the way the developers explained it was like this is about um sorry a, an obligatory heterosexual re- relationship which is important right. to point out because you've got so much choice in that game on if you want to be gay or bi or selectively this person or that person or just only one person or whatever and then they take that agency away from yeah, you fucking everyone yeah yeah exactly <laughs> um and so a lot of people were like hey this is not right and the developer said, hey, you know what? You're right. We've missed the point of this. We're going to... Um, they they originally said we can't... The, you know, this is released. We can't do anything about this bit of DLC, but we are going to change it so that in number three, there is a way for you to... In the third part, there is a way to you get out of this in a way that will hopefully make you feel like you can on, still honour your characters, uh, the character that you've made. They've since come back again and said they are going to edit episode two so that you don't have to do that. Right, okay. Um, so it's been this big thing. So yeah, no, I agree. Like it's, it's happening more and more, and I think it's only good for the industry. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I thought it was interesting with Kingdom Hearts coming out this week and Metroid being announced, and this was like, I was like, oh, this is how this starts. You announce a hundred years in the future, and then there's a hundred years of hype, and then you just can't meet it because the development's been rocky, which is why it never came out in the first place, which is why the the it was really it's interesting. A big, to, big snowball. Yeah, mm. yeah, no good, no good. Um, so yeah, there was that one. Uh, I think Retro will do a good job. Like I wasn't worried about Metroid Prime Four when it was announced because I was like, well, basically because we didn't see anything. But yeah, I'm still excited for that game, even though it's restarting. Mm. I'm excited for the concept of that game and the Metroid Prime trilogy. I really want that. Um, do you guys want to talk about the uh, the Quantic Dream stuff that's come out? Was that that's kind of been today, right? Today, yeah. Yeah. Um, I haven't I haven't read up m- much on it, but I do know I do know the bullet points. Do any of you know more about? No, this? I haven't really read about it either. I just okay. Read about it. So um, I don't think it was an announcement. I think it was just like no, no, it was no, but like I, I like as a like from Quantic Dream. Yeah, like it wasn't yeah. like an announcement. Announcement. It was just like in an article or in a interview or something that it was like we are also looking at other platforms oh yeah interesting it wasn't like a big like we are no longer first Um, party or whatever i think it is because it goes hand in hand with them being like they're so okay so let me from from what i know uh chinese (laughs) internet company which i think is how they describe themselves um netease who are the same people who have bought um into bungie by the way um Mm. 
NetEase have bought a minority stake in Quantic Dream. Yeah. Which has allowed them to up up their staff and it means that they're no longer... I guess the idea is they're no longer going to be receiving the money that they would be getting from Sony and it has allowed them to start working on... And I, I from what I heard, this was the quote, start developing for all platforms. Okay, yeah, I see that here. Yeah. Um, so it was a part of that NetEase um, buyout of stock, um, I think. So yeah, minority stake. So it must be... I don't know, 15 to 30% of their stock or something. Not a majority, but a sizable chunk. Um, it's interesting that NetEase buying up all these companies. I don't know. I don't, I don't, who knows what they're going sort of to do? Because they can sort of make games now. Yeah. Um, and they can have a console now. Um, the Here we go. There will be no changes with the governments of the company as the objective of NetEase is to engage in a meaningful partnership with us. Um, this is from... This doesn't actually say who's it, what. I feel it's important to point out as well who Quantic Dream are. They're the developers behind Heavy Rain, Beyond Two Souls, and Detroit to Become Human. So typically a PlayStation exclusive developer, although it sounds like they've been a second or third party developer with them, um, which I didn't realize. I thought they'd been bought out, but uh, turns out they're still independent. Um, you can seriously fucking do what I think they did. What do you mean? They announced it in a video from Chloe, which is one of the robots from <laughs> Detroit. What? Are yeah. you really? fucking kidding me? I'm not joking. Oh, I hate David Cage so much. Really? Yeah. Um, what the fuck? I wonder if he knows what he's making. Um, Surely not. Uh, Quantic Dream Chief exclu- ex- Executive Officer and Creative Director David Cage told Variety that he will personally remain the primary shareholder and that CEO... CEO-CEO Guillaume... Guillaume? Is how I think that's said. Guillaume Defoe, I'm not sure how to pronounce his last name. It's very, very French. Yes. We'll continue to manage the studio. There will be no changes with the government of the company as the objective of NetEase is to engage in a meaningful partnership with us, he said, adding that the investment will be used to support the company's vision of becoming a global multi-franchise entertainment company and to develop advanced technologies and games for the future. David Cage, retire, bitch. <laughs> David Cage, retire, bitch. Um... Here we go. As with many leaders in the games industry, Cage sees video games undergoing significant changes in the coming years with, quote, new platforms, technologies, ways of playing, business models, and major companies. We will continue to work on PlayStation, which is a platform we love and that we know very well. We will also consider other platforms as we make our creations accessible to the to as many gamers as possible worldwide, regardless of the platform. Wowee. Um... The article that I was quoting is the article from Variety. Okay, cool. Wow. I mean, so this surprises me basically because I didn't realize Quantic Dream weren't owned by Sony already. <laughs> yeah, I thought they were owned as well. Yeah. I don't think it'll change much. But um, Unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, no, that's a really good point. But it's definitely interesting news as of today. It's sort of a bit of a shake-up in um, Sony's first-party juggernaut house. Um, you know, it's sort of... Because they were part of this year's big blockbuster... Um, Sony launches. Yeah, mm. yeah, it was... Last year's. Well, yeah, last year. That's a good point. Thank you. It was, what, it was, it was God of War and then Detroit and then Spider-Man. I don't know. We'll see what happens now. Well, probably not for another three or four years, actually, because they only just came out with that game. But good luck, I guess. Oh, my God. I mean... Good luck with the lawsuits, David Cage. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is, is it they're still happening? Yeah, well, one of them is. I mean, what are your thoughts, Jeremy? My thoughts are I can't see a Chinese internet company changing much of the culture about a studio that makes somewhat problematic games. 
That makes what? Somewhat problematic games. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> fair enough. Especially, yeah. Ugh. He's got to die. How old is he? He's not that old. I think he's only 50-something. <sighs> is he? Yeah. Someone someone assassinate that man. Higher age of 47. Oh, he looks older than that. 49? No As way. If. No one, No one's actually that older old in the games dad. industry. The only people who Kojima's that old... old? Yeah, How old is Kojima? He's only that old too. He's only like late forties, mid fifties. He looks no, excellent. He's not. He's not sixty. He's young. No, no, 60. he's 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 fifty five. He looks good, fifty five. Yeah. yeah. How Ko- old's Mads? Kojima, my man. Mads huh? Mikkelsen. Yeah. He's forties, surely. No, absolutely no not. He, Mads Mikkelsen. He is pushing. No, he, he's forties. You know, he's no pushing mid fifties, sixties. Absolutely not. He plays grizzled, but he's forties. Fifty three. Mads. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> there you go. He was 40 when I met him, way back in... You met Mads Mikkelsen? No, I'm talking about Casino Royale when I like first saw him. I, oh. I, let's let's move on. I don't <laughs> I know what I'm talking say. about, as usual. Uh, all right. <laughs> I've met all the Avengers, too. <laughs> <laughs> My dad works in Nintendo. Yeah. And by that, I mean, like, I, I like took a selfie with me in it, and they were, like, 75 meters away in packs or something like that. I did that. I know you did. With Messi. <laughs> with who? With Messi. You also did it with um Shatner. Oh, yeah! <laughs> <laughs> uh, wonder where that photo is. Um, last thing I wanted to talk about is sort of this um, part of this mix-up we've been talking about already with uh, the Epic Store coming in. Metro Exodus, which is coming out in like two weeks, I think. 15th? Yeah, pretty close. 15th yep. of Feb? Not much buzz for that game until now. Smartest marketing decision they've ever made, I think, is making this whole announcement. Metro, on for their PC launch, is launching exclusively on the Epic Store. Mm. This is interesting for a number of factors. One, they've been selling pre-orders through Steam for the last, like, six months. Um, now, they've said they're going to honor every single one of those pre-orders, but mm-hmm. as of the announcement, which was, I think, yesterday, um, a few hours after that, they no, you can no longer place orders on the Steam store. So, they're going to honor all DLC. Anyone who's purchased through them, you can do that, but... Good. No also good. The price they were getting it for on Steam was $60. The price that they're getting it on Epic is 50 and they've cited the more generous revenue split that Epic is offering as the reason why they can offer a lower price to consumers. Right. So they've lowered the price on the Epic Store. It is exclusive on PC on the Epic Store. Um, yes, and they, you can also buy through Humble, I'd just like to point out. Does that just give you an Epic Steam yes, key, though? it does. Okay, so that's slightly different, because yep. that's more like key reselling. Sort of. Yeah. Pre-order um, reselling. Yeah. You will only be able to play it, it sounds like, on Epic. Yeah, oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, and, and yeah, like I said before, I, for a game that's a, like imminent, like really close to coming out, mm. we know, like hardly heard anything about it. What I've heard has been like, it wasn't really ready for prime time at E3. So no one had like positive things to say about it. So like it's two weeks away. I think this is the smartest decision they could have made in terms of getting buzz around this game. Because the people who are interested in that are going to buy it anyway. But the people who don't know much about it and be like, oh, what's this game? Now it's in headlines. It's yeah. making headlines every one or two or three times every day for the last couple of days because it's been like Steam come out with their response and saying like, oh yeah, no, they're going to honor this thing. And then they made had this quote about how it's unfair to users to, to pull this out from consumers at the last minute. And it's like, all right, unfair. You just want the money. <laughs> um, so yeah, this is a super interesting move and it's, and, it's, and it's epic putting themselves in a place of being the strongest competitive for Steam in even more so. I think it's really smart. 
And it was also interesting because, like, yeah, like, I, I agree that I think it was smart because when I was, because I didn't realize it comes out so soon until, like, yesterday when, yeah. I, when I was at work. And, like, at work we get quizzes for, like, games that are coming up to, uh, like, give people, give customers information about yeah. games. And I was like, oh, my God, this game comes out so soon. And then it has a little option of, like, games you might, games you would recommend this game to if they were buying XYZ. And I was thinking, like, I don't know who I would recommend this game to unless they already knew about the game. Yeah. Like, not not as in, I don't think the game is, like, you know, good or I don't know if the game is bad or anything like that because I have no idea. Mm-hmm. But, like, Metro is a very... It's kind of niche. It's it's pretty niche. Like, it's a pretty niche sort of... And I don't know, honestly, it's not, thinking about it, I don't think it should be. It's not survival. <laughs> it's not horror. It's just, like, tense, linear first-person shooter. It's not linear, though, this new one. Oh, right. Of course not. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I don't know who I would recommend. I mean, maybe I should play it and find out, you know, yeah. for, all I know it's a, for all I know it's a franchise that I'd probably really enjoy. Yeah. Um, uh, But I know it's like, who talks about it that isn't like someone who's very into this particular style of game. Yeah. I mean, there was Buzz that came out when the Redux of the original two came out. Yeah. And so I was like, oh, I've heard good things about this. It was cheap on a Steam sale. I bought it once. Once. Down- I, I bought it. Yeah. Download it? <laughs> no. Yeah. I never downloaded it. I never. I haven't gone through them. I'm like... June, have you ever... No, no. Never. Yeah. yeah I've weird. always been interested, though. I've seen some footage. It, yeah, it just looks like... Like a... Like a... Like a post-apocalyptic... Thriller. Yeah. I had this Shooter. one trailer for... Which, I don't know when it was. That has like... Um, did it have green in it? Because that means it was for the new one. Yeah, it might have been the new one. They had... They played... Um, was it Massive Attack or something? Anyway, the trailer got me. <laughs> That's all yeah, I, I think... About it, was there one with like a train and it was like really leafy and... But also Maybe, broken down. Know. Yeah, who knows? Yeah. So it's interesting. It's it's inter- interesting to see Epic creeping ever closer to uh to to Steam's mind share. Who makes Metro? No clue. Not even a crumb of a clue. Four A games. Who? Four A. As in number four, letter A. Yeah. Which what is, else? Which else is a good make? name. It is good because it sounds like a four A. Um. I mean, they've just been making Metro for the last 10 years, right? Yeah. Yeah, they've literally only made Metro games. Oh, wow. As well as some other game called Arctica.1, but that doesn't even have a wiki page, so I'm not quite sure what that is. Um, Maybe a Game Jam game or something. Apparently came out last year. Um, On Windows. Yeah, no. uh, I think the... Wait, is it... Oh, no, no, never mind. I just misread something. Yeah. Metro. Metro, yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not the not the biggest not the biggest news, but I think it's going to be interesting that, like every time we do this we keep talking about the Epic Store. Yeah. Um it's free games they're releasing, there's yeah, like, exclusivity. Like not like the typical like oh yeah, Super Meat Boy, which they yeah, no, have done, it's but like, like it's like Subnautica, Subnautica which yeah. people want and like Super Meat Boy Forever, which is like people want. And it's like they're doing they're, they're doing it right. If you're going to take on Steam, they've like really figured out how to do it. So it, it'll be interesting going through each of these episodes. Sort of, this can be like, like Epic's Chronicle of of <laughs> Conquest. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, as as always, I think the conclusion from this is watch this space. Um, <laughs> we'll see what happens next. 
but it's looking worse and worse for Valve, unless they. Um, it's a company that is currently doing nothing. Yeah. To help their store become a better platform. Yeah. Not. No, they're not working on Steam at all. They work, What are they? They they came out with Artifact, the Dota two trade card tra- trading card game, which did very poorly. Very poorly, and then they made Counter Strike free to play and gave it uh, Battle Royale. What? You didn't hear about this? Danger I'm, Zone. Let me see this. Sounds like. Yeah, about a month ago, they made it free to play. No, the Battle and Royale. Mode. It came out at the same time as the Battle Royale. Is it good? It's different. That was my question. You get like a PDA and you like order in ammo and it comes it comes in by like Amazon drone. But that means like people can follow the drones to you and like fuck you up and oh, like... Okay. When you said Amazon, I thought you actually meant branded Amazon. Yeah, no, 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 no. And I'll be like, no, no, no. that would be the most fucking on-brand thing I can imagine. <laughs> but I didn't question that at all. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's just a drone. Just a drone carrying things. The way Amazon would allegedly with their drones. Yeah. Um, Have you played it? No, I haven't played it. Huh. I haven't been interested, honestly. Even though I got the game. What do I get for having purchased it already, I wonder? Nothing. Probably, yeah. You get nothing. I remember when Team Fortress 2 came out free to play and it was like thanks for being a thing of a thing and the thing continue to enjoy the game please <laughs> uh, anyway so that's 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 about it for this week I think have we got anything else that we wanted to discuss anything else that's sitting on top of it no no don't want to talk about any more villains I don't think so I think we had a pretty good chunk of yeah, I reckon discussion we did too. there yeah mm. excellent well thank you so much for listening everybody this has been the Minimap Cast, episode number whatever it was. I didn't look it up. I apologize. Um, we're recording this. I'm not going to say that. It's too late. Um, thank you for listening. If you want to find out more about who we are and what we do and where we're doing it, you can find us at minimap.com.au. All of our podcasts and our articles go up there. Um, you can also find us on Twitter. The Minimap's, uh, the Minimap Twitter account is at minimapau. Uh, Jeremy, what is your Twitter account? Twitter app is Roger Stone got arrested the other day. <laughs> what is that at the... At obi one Jez. Thank you. It's good news. I've been thinking about it a lot lately. <laughs> what's your Twitter account? Uh, Junez, J-U-N underscore A-double-S. My Twitter account is KJ Palmer underscore 24. We also have another podcast if you want to continue to hear us talk about things, but we just, you know, you just, just can't get enough. We have the Game Spoilers podcast. It's a monthly game club we do. Uh, where we pick a game and we play it and then we come together and we talk about it. Can I plug something? Yeah. Jeremy and I made a game on the weekend. You should play that too. It's oh, like, yeah. You totally should play that game. Oh, yeah. It was the Global Game Jam on the weekend and what, you made a game called Bower. Yeah. yeah. About a Bower bird. Mm-hmm. Very lovely um, it's, birds. It's very sweet and small. I tried to find the link, but I just Googled the word Bower. I'm not useful. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's, it's, it's on itch, but it's on, I think, both of our Twitters as well because Jeremy used my GIF, so. Um. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, it's on at least June's Twitter. Yeah. It's on mine as well. Okay, it's on yours. I got more retweets there, so you can look at mine. Yeah, what do you have to say about that, Jeremy? Oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Anyway. Um, and, yeah, if you do want to join us for the next Game Spoilers podcast, uh, um, that'll probably come out in a couple... Pardon me. In, the, in a couple of weeks. Uh, we're playing Minute, uh, which is a very short game. It's a game where you have to... Where you, you die every minute, basically. Yeah, I beat that's, it. It's really good. It. We'll talk about it. <laughs> you beat it. <laughs> You clocked it. Um, so, yeah, come come and join us for that discussion in a couple of weeks. Uh, and I think that's about it. Pretty much. Great. Thank you so much for listening. Oh, uh, um, yeah, sorry, go on. No, no, no. I was no, just going to say... Go, go. Oh, it's going to ally it at the end. I was just going to say we love and appreciate you and we'll see you next time. Yeah, thank you, Kmart. Thank you, Kmart. Thanks, Kmart.